Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 202. Where do I even begin when I talk about Lauren? I've been wanting her on the gold digger forever, and it's finally becoming a reality. It's so hard to intro this woman because there is so much to her story. Lauren truly has built a beautiful personal brand, but a large part of her story comes from a not-so-pretty place. Lauren was injured in an accident where she lost both her arm and her eye, but she didn't let that stop her. In fact, she turned her mess into a message, and she didn't let it slow her down in the slightest. A staple in fashion, Lauren spent time interning in wardrobe for the CW's Gossip Girl. I mean, how much of a dream is that? The Michael Kors showroom in New York City and reporting for New York, Paris, and Montreal's Fashion Weeks. Her book, Still Lolo, was published in 2012, and her second book, Your Beautiful Heart, released in March of 2015. In addition, Bethany Hamilton and Lauren started a yearly retreat for girls that have lost a limb to create a community and encourage one another on their own unique journeys. As if that's not amazing enough, Lauren recently launched the Lauren Scruggs Kennedy Foundation, which exists to bring hope, restore dignity, and ignite faith in girls and women with lost limbs by providing beautiful cosmetic coverings for prosthesis. And I mean, if that's not enough, Lauren also started Stranded, a loose powder dry shampoo for all hair types. And I personally use it. It is amazing. Today, Lauren and I are talking about all the things, her accident, how it changed her life, how she pressed onward, what it's really like having such a deeply personal brand, how her life has changed, why she's so committed to giving back. This episode is absolutely jam packed. And I cannot wait for you to experience the genuine sweetness from this woman. Safe to say she is one of a kind and I cannot wait for you to meet her. 
Also, for anyone that loves E, she is married to the incredible Jason Kennedy. We love watching him on TV. I always tell Drew, I know him, even though I don't fully know him. Before we dive on into today's show, I want to read the review from Hannah Rinaldi. It's titled Eat, Drink, and Save Money. It says, I followed Jennifer years, but never thought to listen to the podcast. I always thought it would be just like every other entrepreneur podcast, filled with tips that I already knew but didn't have time to implement. I was so wrong. This is so much more than a marketing podcast. It's a breath of fresh air. Every episode is inspiring and has changed the way I tell stories on my own blog. I am so happy I took the time to listen. Thank you so much, Hannah. And for all of you guys listening, if you've ever wondered what the best way to give back to your favorite podcasters It's simply to leave a review. It's two minutes of your time for all of the hours and hours and hours they are spending to create this content. And I can tell you firsthand, it feels so good to hear from you guys, to know that you're out there and listening. So without further ado, let me introduce you to the amazing Lauren Scruggs Kennedy. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru, Jenna Kutcher, will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Major shout out to Talkspace for supporting Gold Digger. Talkspace is an amazing platform that offers online therapy from a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Gold Digger and use the code Gold Digger to get $45 off of your first month. Today's episode is powered by Capella University. Capella University's award-winning learning format, FlexPath, allows you to run your business, live your life, and earn your degree. Schedule your courses, set your own deadlines, and with FlexPath's subscription model, the faster you move, the more money you save. Try FlexPath firsthand with Capella's free trial course at capella.edu slash Jenna. Rent the Runway is hooking gold diggers up with the best deal they've ever offered on their monthly unlimited plan. For a limited time, you can get $60 off your first two months of unlimited membership by going to renttherunway.com slash gold digger. Four items a month, swap anytime with no return dates and shipping and dry cleaning is always free. Renttherunway.com slash gold digger. All right, Miss Lauren, it is about time that we have you on this show. We have been waiting for the day that I got to talk to you. So thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. We've been like online friends for years. So this is just, it's been in the making for sure. It's so funny because Jason and I were in the car the other day and I was telling him that I was doing this podcast and he's like, man, Y'all have been, Sierra just remembers me mentioning you like a couple years ago. I'm like, I think that was like, 
I don't know, four, three or four years ago. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. And so I know you and love you. But for those who don't know or aren't familiar with who Miss Lauren Scruggs Kennedy is, give us the details. Tell us a little bit of your story, what you do and kind of your journey and getting to where you are today. Yeah. Okay. So in a nutshell, I was born actually here in California and then I was raised in Dallas. So I have a twin sister and my parents moved us all to Dallas when we were two and grew up there. I love Texas so much. It's just such a warm environment. Everyone's so sweet and so kind and genuine and truly care about people and really learned kind of how to create a community out there and how important that is. And just really incredibly close to my family. They have kind of a crazy story. So they got divorced when my sister and I were four, and then they got remarried to each other when we were 11. And so my sister and I literally would study the Parent Trap movie and do all these tactics on them, like kiss my cheeks. And then we'd like bend down so they would kiss each other like during their divorce. It was really (laughs) funny. Um, But I always say it was the best kind of divorce you could experience. Although any divorce is tragic for a child and for a family and it's still, you know, you have separation, you're separated as a family. And so it's tough, but I feel like their whole journey really taught me a lot about relationships and marriage and prayer. And they, it's funny now, but they're actually marriage counselors, which kind of happened by accident. They just so many couples related to their story and they would ask them for help. And my dad ended up basically having two jobs. Like he had his corporate job and then was helping all these people. So through that, even like having all these couples and friends just kind of stop by our house often and just have deep conversation really taught me also what, I don't know how to dig into people's hearts. And I feel like that's one of the most important things kind of in life and how to develop my friendships and things like that. Also just how to strengthen our marriage, just really get to know you fully and and well and just care for people in that way. And then I, so I was in an accident almost seven years ago, which is crazy to think about, but that was in Dallas. It was right after I graduated from college and I was really involved with, so I had reported for fashion week for probably like four or five years at this point, every season. And it was before blogging was a thing. So it was more intimate feeling. It was really hard to get into and it was truly a business for people. So I would go and just report on upcoming trends for the next season and so many things. I would interview different celebrities and I would go often by myself and I was being trained by this lady at the same time that was there, but I would go by myself and just be so driven in New York. I felt like in Paris and Montreal as well. And I felt like it was just like where I was supposed to be. And I really challenged myself and felt really driven in that aspect of life and kind of knew where I wanted my career to head because I had interned for Gossip Girl, which is so funny to think about. Amazing. It was really fun just in the wardrobe department. So it was really creative and then interned for Michael Kors in their corporate offices. So I learned a lot at the business end and there was a lot of involvement with Fashion Week behind the scenes for that as well. And so 
I took all that, all those experiences like writing and reporting and even just kind of the business side of things. I'm like, what do I want to do for my career? So I started Lolo Mag in September of 2011. And it was literally, I, I remember I followed all the blogs I knew of and there were like five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so crazy. And so I started my, I called it an online magazine and just had a dream for it to become like a print magazine one day and just was kind of, I don't know, like, so it was funny. There were eight of us girls in Dallas because none of us knew how to do this business. Like there was no history we could research or anything like that. So we kind of bound together. And one of them, actually, it's funny, was Amber Vens who started Reward Style. So she was starting at the same time I was starting my blog. And then there were other girls too that were starting their blogs. And we would just say like, okay, how do we like make money off of this? Like this is our business. So how do we get to that point? How do we stay true to who we are? How do we set ourselves apart? All these things. And so I ended up launching in September. And then in December was my accident where I was hit by a plume propeller and lost my left hand and left eye and also was hit in the head. So there was a lot of healing taking place and it basically just put my life on hold and my business was really exploding those two months. So it was really interesting kind of the timing of that, but I truly believe like God does everything for such an amazing purpose, even if we may never understand it for our life, you know, in our lives. And so just went on about a two and a half year pause from anything career oriented and was just physically healing, emotionally healing. And that was my priority. And then I met Jason about a year after my accident. So I was still in kind of recovery mode. I was back to life, but just not back to my career at that point. And this story of my accident became national. And so a lot of people were covering it from the Today Show to GMA to E! And I became good friends with Juliana Ranzik, who was actually co-hosting with Jason, my husband at the time. And she reached out because she had just had a double mastectomy and was in the hospital and saw my story on the Today Show and just told her husband, Bill, like, she reminds me so much of myself at my age. And I want to reach out to her and just let her know that her dreams are not over. Like she has so much life ahead of her. And so G and I just started talking on the phone, Skyping a little bit, and she was really open with me about her journey with her health issues. And so I did an interview with her about probably like 11 months after we met. And she's like, do you know Jason Kennedy? And I'm like, I think so. And I, <laughs> I like never know who people are. It's like the biggest joke in our family. So I met him that day and we ended up going on a hike the next day and just started talking at that point and started long distance dating and all of that. And just to take a step back as well, I was just exposed to this whole new world of prosthetic arms and how insurance handles all those things, prosthetic eyes as well. And started realizing that my story was not normal. And I can go more into that later, but I connected with Bethany Hamilton probably about a month after my accident and just really, we both just, I don't know, we connected so quickly, like both of us, we were just like, 
I feel like we related so much to each other's stories and had similar just perspectives on life and purpose and all of that. So we started this retreat called Beautifully Flawed for girls that have lost limbs. And it's just been such like a sweet experience. And that also opened my eyes a lot to the prosthetic insurance struggle and started meeting a lot of girls. And that led to us starting the Lauren Scruggs Kennedy Foundation, which I can explain more later. And then my best friend and I, who I lived with in Dallas, we had this idea about dry shampoo. And so we've started that. And now my sister and her husband and our other good friends are on the team. And then after I lived here for a couple of years, totally rebranded and relaunched my blog after a few years of just having a girl write for me and then just being confused about my brand and then rebranded to laurenscruggskennedy.com and just really feel like I found my place and my passions and what I love to write about. So it's been fun to create a community like that. And yeah, it's just been a journey, even like adjusting to a new city and... I don't know. There's so much to say. It's hard to condense it down, but that's kind of the gist of my story at this point. Well, you did a great job. I know that question is so loaded. Like, oh, just tell me about your life real quick. <laughs> Here we go. Well, on. No, that was amazing. One thing that I love is, and we talked about this a little bit before, is, you know, you went through a very, very hard experience publicly. Like, so not only were you dealing with like figuring out like what is life going to look like and how is this going to work and everything, but you also had the public eye. And like, what was that experience like? Because I'm assuming there was a grieving period in there where, you know, just grieving what you expected for your life and not sure what that was going to look like moving ahead. Yeah. So it was really interesting and eye-opening because my story became national the night of the accident. And my parents were really dealing with, I mean, all they cared about was taking care of me and making sure they're making the correct surgery decisions and just so many things. They were in shock and in survival mode and just seeking wisdom on how to handle the media. And so when I was home, so I was in the hospital for about three weeks and we were just receiving, I mean, gifts and cards and just so many precious, thoughtful things from people around the world. And I just remember after I was home for a little bit, we would go out to lunch with my parents and people like several people would come up to me and say something to me. And I remember coming home to my parents. I'm like, why are so many people coming up to me? I was like, I know it's kind of obvious I've been through something because I have, you know, a bandage on my arm and an eye patch and half my head was shaved. So I had, you know, I always had like a hat on or whatever. And I'm like, I get that, but why are people coming up to me? And so my parents slowly just told me like, we just want to let you know this became public and just slowly started showing me interviews and stories and things like that. And so it was crazy because I feel like I didn't have the capacity to handle the story being so public because I was so focused on processing what had just happened and kind of dealing with the loss and also just recovering physically. So yeah, it was a lot. And there were even 
there are paparazzi people that would fly to Dallas and take pictures of me outside of rehab and training and all this stuff. And so I just became kind of, I don't want to say paranoid. That's a really strong word, but I was always kind of looking aware like at, yeah, like where are these people and just felt like I had to try to protect myself a lot. But I also at the same time realized this is a responsibility and this happened for a reason. So how can I share my story to bring other people hope? And I think the biggest nugget of wisdom and also just something that I remembered was I can just be myself. And what I'm doing every day is just taking an hour at a time and just praying a lot and also experiencing emotions I've never experienced because of grief and loss. And yeah, so it was definitely a journey and a lot all at once, but it was just also very joyful to hear how many people were impacted by that story when I feel like I honestly didn't do anything. You know, it was just the story and what it was. And I was just recovering, but people really related to that no matter what pain they were going through. I mean, when you think about that, like being kind of thrust into the public eye like that, I love that you said you had to create like boundaries. I'm assuming you still have to create boundaries in your life. Just being known, being married to Jason. What does that look like? Because I think sometimes people don't really understand when you're an influencer, or you're known that you have to kind of protect yourself in a whole different way. Yes. That's such a good question and such has been such a learning experience for me because it was funny growing up. So being a twin, my sister's incredible with boundaries and she was very clear with when she said no and she was okay with it. Mm-hmm. Me on the other hand was like, <laughs> yep. even she, she joked with me at church sometimes, like I would see a guy like that was a friend. And I'd be like, Oh my gosh. Hey Ben, it's so good to see you. And my sister was like, this is how I would approach Ben. Oh, Hey Ben, how are you? Good to see you <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and I, cause Ben thought I was flirting with him and he like asked me on a date. And then I'd be so confused why these guys would ask me on a date because I was being so like, I was just unaware, you know, yes. how I was coming across. So same with boundaries and same with saying no, really bad at that. It's not a natural like gift that I have. So it's taken practice to learn how to say no and be okay with it and not give reasons why I can't do something, just saying I'm not available or whatever. But also having your guard up just a little bit and not in an intense way, but just I feel like I am really quick to share things because I grew up in such a vulnerable atmosphere in my family and my family shares their story. And so I don't know. That's how we were used to communicating. And so I feel like now I've learned that there are specific things I want to share and specific things that I want to keep private with just the people that I love and my close friends and all of that. So that's another boundary I've had to learn to set. And then also just not saying yes to every event or every opportunity we're getting invited to or even after my accident, I got so many speaking opportunities and even like my book deals and all of that. And just learning kind of the hard way in committing to too much or 
knowing that something that seems like an amazing opportunity might not be the best for me. So really taking time to sit back and think through it and not jump to, you know, quick decisions. So yeah, it's been a process. It totally is. I was just speaking at a workshop this last weekend and there were a bunch of girls that spoke before me and they were like, say yes to everything. And then I got on stage and I was like, say no to everything. <laughs> like yes. protect your energy, protect your guesses. Like where I think it's just something that comes with time and experience. And I think we've all like committed to things and then we see it on our calendar and we dread it or it didn't actually end up being the experience we expected. And I think there's this fear of like missing out on that one big break break when really like a big break is a weekend at home with your husband, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And I think what actually helped me get to that place was I experienced intense fatigue, especially after I moved to California after my accident. And it was so bad where some nights I literally couldn't go to dinner because I'd be like falling asleep at the dinner table. I couldn't, it was like bone tiredness and just pretty bad. And it all stemmed a lot of it from my accident and the medication I was on at that time, which I've learned so much since that point. But I was kind of forced to say no, because I couldn't handle it. Like I didn't have the energy to say yes to so many things. And it really actually helped Jason and I because I feel like Jason is It was so funny. Like when we dated long distance, I'd call him and be like, Hey, what are you doing? He's like, Oh my gosh. Well, first I'm going to go to this event with my friend Jordan. And then I'm going to go see a movie or we'll just hang out with the guys or whatever. Like every night there was like some (laughs) kind of plan. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, I'm on the couch. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just watching (laughs) friends with Anna. (laughs) We're like cooking at the house. And um, (laughs) it was just so funny, but he is very social, like loves all that stuff. And I feel like me coming here and after we got married, just coming to this balance socially of things. And he kind of had to just because of my fatigue, like we didn't really have an option. I feel like it took us back a lot with, you know, what we were doing every day. Like, and we were both so grateful for that because it brought us to such a balance and made us realize how much we need rest. Even if you're super social and you love saying yes to everything, it's so important to recharge and even have quality time, just the two of us. And now we get to this place where like, if we have a little busier of a schedule, we're like, okay, this weekend we need to stop. Cause I like miss you. <laughs> we need to just go <laughs> hang out with just the two of us. And, you know, I feel like we can recognize that really well now, which is, it's been fun. It's been cool. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about your blog. I love reading it. And you, I feel like too, you've recently kind of branched out into different directions, more health related and just sharing some of the things you're doing in your own life. So talk to me about the blog and kind of what you share on it right now. Yes. Okay. So it was really fun to rebrand because I remember from the beginning of wanting to start kind of this platform for myself on a blog was for it to be deeper than just fashion. Cause I'm like, fashion's awesome. I love it, but there's so much more to life and I want to create a community. So how do I do that? And what are the things that are important to me? And health and wellness is so, has been so huge in my life because even for like about 15 years, so starting in high school, 
I'm not kidding. I have been bloated every day (laughs) for 15 (laughs) years, like no matter what, like intense bloat, like painful. And it didn't matter if I ate clean. It was just, you know, every day to be expected. And so in college, I remember kind of doing the elimination diet. I didn't even know what that was at the time, but I was just kind of experimenting myself. And I came to this place where I found kind of meals throughout the day that I would make, you know, in our townhome that really helped my stomach. So I literally ate no joke, the same thing almost every single day for like two years. Um, and it helped me so much. And then just got out of college and was moved home. And then soon after I was in my accident and had to take heavy medications while I was in the hospital and got off of those pretty quickly, thankfully, but realize more now that that has to do with, you know, that creates gut health issues and all these different things. And so then moving to California and experiencing the fatigue and meeting with a functional medicine doctor for the first time and all these different things that I was learning and researching. And I feel like I've just become more, more narrowed in on like what I can physically do to help the health of my body and how it even interacts with emotional things that you hold on to and how that affects your physical health, which is so fascinating. I learned that a lot through my EMDR counseling. And so all of these things I felt are so important to share. And so that's become a huge topic on my blog is wellness. And that even includes balancing your life and learning how to say no. And so I think a lot of people can relate to that struggle. And so it's been really, really fun. And I started this Instagram page separate from my personal one called the clean stuff, because I feel like people were constantly asking me on my public profile, like, you know, what do you use for deodorant or what are your favorite hair products or whatever? And I'm like, I need to just start this page to be a library of the non-toxic beauty products that I use and love and how it's impacted my health. And so it's been so incredible to see the response of that as well. Yeah. And it's just been fun to interact with, you know, the community of people that follow along and, you know, feel like they're learning and having their lives impacted. And you, I know you understand that too. It's just so fulfilling. It is. Your stuff was such a help for me when we were going through our fertility stuff. And I hired a naturopath fertility doctor. And um, one of the biggest things was like clean up your products. And I feel like it's such a consuming, like intimidating process. Like when you start to read ingredients, it's like you want to throw everything away. (laughs) And it was just so intimidating. And I just felt like, so stuck. And so your resources were a huge help for me, not just in the beauty area, but the home area and everything. It it made the daunting process seem so much less daunting. And we were able to just kind of transition without feeling like everything was cold turkey and we were like starting over again. So just kudos oh, to you. <laughs> I love that so much. It's amazing to hear because I know a lot of people feel that way. And I felt that way at the beginning too. And I just remember like one of my favorite hair products I realized had formaldehyde in it and many other things that were disgusting. And I had no idea until I started really digging into research and realizing the importance of toxin-free products and all of that. And I was so sad. I'm like, oh, I love this product. I don't want to throw it away. And it was brand new and like not cheap. But I feel like 
once you just get started with it and just go for it and slowly make steps to just replace products that are harmful to your health and your body, it just becomes so fulfilling. And as you can see, probably it's a learning experience and it's a journey and you don't have to jump in all at once. It's good good to just take like little steps at a time. And I love hearing that. It's amazing. You know the feeling, a closet full of clothes and nothing to wear. That's because women regularly wear only 20% of the clothes they own. Crazy. And if you're like me, a big event rolls around and you don't have a perfect gown or the right cocktail dress, and you maybe don't want to splurge on a designer piece that you know you're only going to wear once. Rent the Runway changes that. It's a fashion company started by two women with one simple question. Why own clothes that you don't love or you're only going to wear once when you can rent? You can wear thousands of styles from hundreds of designers, whether it's for work, weekends, or special occasions. The monthly unlimited plan is amazing. You pay just one flat fee to rent four items at a time, and you can swap new items in and out as often as you'd like. There are no return dates, plus dry cleaning and shipping is always free. Rent the Runway is hooking gold diggers up with the best deal they've ever offered on Unlimited. For a limited time, you can get $60 off your first two months of Unlimited membership by going to renttherunway.com slash gold digger. That's renttherunway.com slash gold digger to get your first two months of Unlimited with $60 off. Renttherunway.com slash gold digger. You know how much I value education and developing my skills as a business owner. But let's be real here. Who has time to get an MBA when you're busy crushing it in your entrepreneurial world? How could you balance your business and your life all at the same time while pursuing an education? Capella University gets that. This modern university offers accredited bachelor's and master's and doctoral degree programs, and it's reshaping higher education so gold diggers like you can pursue all of your goals and get your degree. You really can live and learn. So how does it work? With FlexPath only at Capella University, thousands have chosen this award-winning learning format, which allows you to set your own deadlines and schedule your courses around your life. Not only do you control your own schedule, but you control your costs through how fast you go through the program. It's a subscription-based tuition model, so the faster you move, the more you save. Try FlexPath firsthand with Capella's free FlexPath trial course, only at capella.edu slash Jenna. As gold diggers, we have a lot on our plate and I've always wanted to have the conversation about mental health, which is why I am so excited to announce today's show is sponsored by a company called Talkspace. It's an online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it, affording it, or prioritizing it in the past. I get it. You're busy. But with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical everyday strategies for stress management resulting in living a happier life. 
To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Gold Digger and use the code Gold Digger to get $45 off your first month and show support for this show. That's Gold Digger and you can get it at Talkspace.com slash Gold Digger. Well, speaking of hair products, can we talk about Stranded? You sent me a bottle when you guys first launched it, and I am like milking that baby to the core, but it lives in my suitcase because it can travel and it smells amazing. So what was it like to launch a product, kind of walk us through from idea to delivery, what that looks like? Because I can only imagine it wasn't easy. Yes. Okay. So I lived with my best friend in Dallas. She is a nurse at night in a children's hospital. And so she came home, you know, one or early one morning and she's like, Whoa, I have this idea because a lot of my brunette friends literally say they don't have an option for dry shampoo because Anna and I are both blonde and we use baby powder in high school and kind of through college and as a dry shampoo and brunettes can't use that because it would turn their hair gray And even the aerosol options turn their hair white. Like they just were not good. And so I'm like, AB, that is such a good idea. I was like, let's do some research and let's start kind of creating it. So we researched it so much and ordered products and started creating it in our apartment and testing it out on my sister because she's a brunette. And we would literally go and pause during different seasons of this because we're like, we have no idea what to do next. And we would... (laughs) ask my dad's like business friends and all these people. And they'd be like, we're not really sure to be honest. Like, I don't know. So I remember this lady in Dallas, she came over to give Anna nice spray tans and she sets up her booth and she's talking to us and she's like, yeah, I actually created my own spray and it's organic. And we're like, okay, how did you do that? And she was like, I went to this manufacturer. There's so many beauty manufacturers in Dallas. And we're like, oh my gosh, duh. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> we have to find a manufacturer. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're like, okay. So we found one that we liked. It's been such a process. And then we would literally be in bed and we'd be like, wait, we need someone to brand it. So we Instagrammed and we're like, hey, who can recommend a branding person? And found an amazing lady in Florida. She's awesome. And she did all of our branding. And then we literally just take it step by step. And the whole time we're like, what are we doing? And we've already gone this far. We can't stop because I feel like Anna would get to the point where she's like, I don't know. We don't know what we're doing. Like, should we keep doing this? And I'm like, we have gone so far. We have to keep going. (laughs) And then it would be me in her place. I'd be like, Anna, I think okay, I don't know if we should do this anymore. I don't know what to do. And and then Anna would be in my place like, no, we've gone this far. We have to continue on. And so we just kept doing research and honestly, like prayed a lot through it just for clear next steps. If we were supposed to do it for just to all kind of fall into place. And it really did, but it was a lot of work. And you probably know too, like from starting your own company, you don't realize what you're getting into Mm -hmm. at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) oh my gosh. Like we probably wouldn't do it if we knew it, you know? (laughs) No, truly. Yeah. It's kind of like a gift to not know (laughs) when you're going into it, (laughs) but just even getting a trademark and like legalities and research and how to figure out a formula and how to own that formula. I mean, there's so many things. So anyways, we got to the point where our product was being created. And my brother-in-law and my sister 
both have totally different skills than Anna and I do that we're kind of missing in our business. And so they joined our team. And then one of their friends joined as like our full branding and website development guy. And so we launched it about a year and a half ago. And it was probably about a four year process from beginning to end because we would be on such long pauses. And we've just learned so much since the launch. And it's been fun to see people's responses because we're so different than other dry shampoos because we're not aerosol and we have three hair colors. There's blonde, brunette, and redhead. And it's a powder that you blend into your hair. And it's just so great because you can go less days without washing it, which is amazing for the health of your hair. And then the ingredients we use are clean and vegan and gluten-free. And we just think it's amazing. And we think you guys would love it. I <laughs> we hope you as much as we it do. It smells divine too. That's the thing. You're yes. leaving that out. Oh it smells God. so good. Yes. And one thing we've learned too is we're actually rebranding it a little bit right now, which is super fun. And we're creating different bottles and we're actually adding essential oils instead of the like small amount of fragrance we have now because we want it to be just fully toxin-free because we learned so much even more after we launched it, the importance of that. And so we're redoing that now. And we've just, yeah, learned so much this year and which has led to all the changes. And we've learned the importance of listening to our community and our clients and what they want and need and how we can improve. And we're coming out with some new products, which is fun. And so we're in brainstorming mode now. So yeah been a good journey. That's so awesome. I think one of your themes is just like constant refinement, which I think is beautiful. It's like you're never done. Like everything is always changing and growing and evolving. And I think that that's such a good reminder for people. Thanks. I know. I feel like we've realized the importance of just never stop learning and never stop growing and don't think you're done. Kind of like what you're saying, because even I remember when we launched the product, we're like, you kind of think you're done. You're like, oh yes. Okay. We're launched. Like we finished that whole portion of creating our own company. And then we're like, oh man, we're so far from being done. And there's so much to learn in marketing and distributing and retail and all of that. But it makes it such a blast. Like you feel like even if it fails miserably, you're just so content because you've learned so much and you've had fun and you've been doing it with people you love and hopefully helping people along the way. So it's like we're in school every day. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, you get it. I it's just totally a never ending growing process. <laughs> okay. So one thing I'm really curious about, and, and I love this about you is that you created your charity, the Lauren Scruggs Kennedy Foundation, and you kind of touched on how this became your mission, but can you share just a little bit about that? Because I think so many of my listeners want to tie impact in with their desire to make an income but they're not quite sure how. And maybe starting their own foundation isn't the correct way to go. But what does that look like? And how has it kind of impacted your life and your journey? Yes. Okay. So about six months after my accident is when I received my prosthetic arm. I actually got three arms at that point. So natural looking arm, one that moved called the myoelectric, and then just my workout prosthesis. And 
I just thought that was normal. Like my insurance covered, I mean, a huge majority of it, like basically the whole thing. And didn't think any other stories were different because I didn't know of any girls or guys that had lost limbs. And shortly after, I would be at the grocery store and a young girl would come up to me and be like, where did you get your arm? Mine looks like plastic. I hate it. Like I feel so uncomfortable and not confident. And I'm like, I got it from this place and this place painted it and like custom painted it. And this kept happening like over and over again. And it was just breaking my heart. Like I was hearing stories of, for example, a friend of a friend, she had to decide whether or not they wanted to save for in vitro or for a new arm for her. And to put it into perspective, the cost of an arm is like anywhere from 40 to 60,000 cash, like out of your pocket. And insurance just covers the absolute basics. So an example of that is my friend from the retreat that Bethany and I started, she lost all four limbs. She's, she was 26 at the time as two babies and insurance offered her like two hooks for her hands and just the most basic legs that are not great. And she's texting me just devastated because you're dealing with the emotional loss of your arms and your legs, which is just crazy. And insurance is just adding on this whole, I don't know, like other grieving process. And you are having to like fight insurance so that you can get something to function. And it was just so terrible to me. And so one year at the retreat, I remember like walking in, we rent this house in San Diego and I, I was walking in and as with my friends, Lisa and Ashley, who both lost their leg at certain times in their life. And one's close to my mom's age and one's my age. And so we're in the room and I walk in and a lot of the girls had lost arms. And so I walk in, and I'm like, so confused. Cause I was the only one with a prosthetic arm and I was expecting everyone to have one. And so Ashley, Lisa and I all separately were just asking the girls, like, do you want a prosthesis? Like, Or do you just feel comfortable with that one? Like, what's your desire? And probably 80% of the girls were like, yeah, we're like dying for a prosthetic arm, but we can't afford it and insurance won't cover it. So that led Ashley, Lisa and I to just join together. And we had this similar vision and passion to provide beautiful prosthetic arms for women and also to walk in that journey with them of the prosthetic journey. Like think about when you lose, I mean, I totally understand this experience because I went through it. Like I never thought I would have to choose what prosthetic arm I would want in my life. (laughs) Like I was born with all of my arms. And so people are just dealing with loss and then these decisions that they've never had thrown at them. And so that's been the biggest joy is just seeing the difference that a beautiful like prosthetic arm makes and it also is amazing quality. So it'll last you for years. Like I still have my first arm and it's in perfect condition. And the girls that were coming up to me prior to that had just terrible arms, they would literally fall apart. Like their thumb would be off or there'd be holes in it and all this stuff. And so it's just been amazing to see the restoration and wholeness that has come from the foundation. And it happened in such an amazing way too, because Creating a charity actually is not easy, but it was very interesting because our friend Tim Tebow, who I met after my accident, and then Jason knew him separately, which is just a funny small world. But we were at an event of his and I met this guy at his gala and he was so sweet. He was like a little older than my dad and just so precious. And he 
we just like really bonded, like he and my family bonded that night. And so I called this guy that created Tim Tebow's foundation. I'm like, Hey, Eric, like, let, you know, can I kind of pick your brain about this? And he's like, you know, who you need to connect to is this guy. And it was the guy, he had no idea I knew him, but it was the guy we connected to that one night. And so he literally took on our foundation as his own and they work with National Christian Foundation. And so that's who we're under. And they basically just created it like under their name. So it was just a crazy process and it just all fell into place. So yeah, it's been such a joy. Crazy for me to think that you started doing this like six months after your accident. Like I feel like a lot of times in life we're waiting for permission from people or we don't feel equipped or I mean, we're still personally in the trenches of whatever it is we're going through. But I love that you felt called immediately. Like, how can I help other people get through this? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I think a lot of like what was happening in six months was I didn't know my, I remember my dad, when I asked me like, what do you need tonight? Like what would encourage you? I'm like, I just want to talk to Bethany Hamilton. It was the only person I'd heard of who had lost an arm. And so once I connected with her and the difference that it made, I realized that I needed to help other women in that way, because there's actually a scripture in the Bible that talks about like comfort as you were comforted. And I felt just so led to do that because of my own experience. And so it's just been, I don't know, extra sweet. And I think it has brought a lot of healing for me too, to know that my story has more purpose than just myself, Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. So one thing that curiosity is just going to get all the best of us is you (laughs) are married to Jason Kennedy. We love you. So we watch him almost daily. What has that been like being a little bit more public. Has it affected your relationships? Like how do you support his crazy schedule? Cause it's a lot of give and take. That's what marriage is. So what has that looked like? So it's actually interesting because I feel like the public exposure in Dallas prepared me for our marriage because it didn't increase drastically after we got married. I think what increased was people were so excited and celebrating alongside us, which was just so beautiful and so endearing and sweet. But I feel like it's just so interesting because Jason and I, we've surrounded ourselves with a really good community here that, you know, keeps you in line and like keeps you humble and just reminds you of your foundation. And we're just not easily affected by the world that Jason specifically is a part of, but a lot of our friends, come from that. And so we just see it as like where God has placed us and his schedule. Okay. So I feel like our schedule is crazy because of what we plan, but his work (laughs) schedule actually is not crazy. Like that's shocking to me. I know. I think it's because we were talking about it or we've talked about a lot, but he has been at E for like over 12 years. And so at the beginning is when it's crazy. Like you're working like the junkets, red carpets, night events, premieres, all of that. And like weekends and nights and all that. But when you get, when you've been there for years, you kind of don't have that responsibility anymore, which is really nice for, you know, when you're married and, you know, you want to start a family and all of that. And so our crazy schedule, I think is like, the trips that we plan, but also if he has work trips, he's always like, you're coming with me. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'll go on like work trips with him, which don't happen too often, but they're really fun. Like when we can go together, but he's just, I just respect my husband so much because he has such a, an amazing perspective of what work is to him. And he does not waver from being himself. And he just has such a strong and true character and people respect him so much in the industry and I love that also with friends I, and all I that so adore the two uh, of you oh thank you he's like made me oh I feel like he just helped me heal so much in the way he loves me and his friends and his family I mean it's like truly nothing I've ever seen before like he's the most loyal engaging intentional person and he is a rare, he's a rare human being and I just love him. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I am dying to know. I ask everyone, but this is my favorite closing question is just, what are you excited about? What's something you're working on that you're pumped up about? Like what's inspiring you these days? Oh my gosh. I feel like so much. <laughs> so it's been fun because we're actually trying to get pregnant right now. So we're being really breezy about it. We're not like we have to get pregnant. It's like more just having fun with it. And then also we're working on a little project together. It's a product that will be clean and sustainable and biodegradable. But we've just had something recently kind of become a movement of some sort. And so we're trying to build on that. And it's fun because I feel like our careers are separate and so it's been fun to have a little project that's you know the two of us working on it so that's fun too and then I think just our goals together are to for days and I just to love each other better more every day and then just to live life to the fullest and to help others to learn how to balance and prioritize develop deeper faith I feel like so many things have fun in our careers and we just always want to live from a state of gratefulness and just remember what's important to us and put that as priority. And so that's kind of what inspires our everyday, I would say. And you just live that. Like, I feel like in everything you do, it is just so present and uh, you just inspire the heck out of me. I love, I love being a piece of your village for sure. Thank you. And I feel like, your impact on people. You've worked with even some of my closest friends and you're just having such an impact on the lives of people first and foremost, and then just people's businesses, which I feel like impacts people's lives. So it's so amazing to see what you're doing, even with your story and how you're helping people and also just your experience and how you're sharing it with people. Mm -hmm. And I love you. making an impact. I love you. Where can everybody <laughs> find you, connect with you, get their own bottle of Stranded? Give us like all the places. Yes. Okay. So my personal Instagram is at Lauren Scruggs. And then at the Stranded shop is our dry shampoo. And the little project I was talking about with Jason and I is we're coming out with a type of wipe to disinfect and things like that. And that's going to be, so keep an eye out for that. And then at the LSK foundation is the Lawrence Craig Kennedy foundation on Instagram. So those are the best places to get in contact. I love Instagram. It's my favorite 
platform. And then my blog is laurenscruggskennedy.com. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. This has been years in the making. And so it's about time. And next time I'm in LA, we need to get together because I just want to hug you and thank you for showing up every day, but also for showing up for our audience today. We absolutely do. And I hope you have your little nugget. With I you know. <laughs> I'm like already thinking about flying with a baby. I'm like, this is going to get interesting. <laughs> You're going to be amazing. Oh, you're the best. Doesn't she have a heart of gold? Sometimes I just have to smile because as much as we love to hate Instagram, it's what connected me to Lauren in the first place. And being able to follow her life and journey has truly been inspiring to me. I love how she just shares her story so openly, but also how she was already thinking, how can I help other people? What can I create that will solve a need? And she continues to do that day in and day out. Before we had jumped on the call, we were just kind of talking about marriage. And what I think is so amazing is oftentimes Jason is the face of their relationship. I mean, he's on our TV screens every day. But I give Lauren so much credit. She's behind the scenes making so much happen. She's made different sacrifices in order to support Jason's career while also not letting anything hold her back. I absolutely love that sweet friend. And I feel like this interview just really showed the world how truly incredible she is. I sincerely hope you enjoyed today's interview. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Head on over to Instagram at Gold Digger Podcast. Let's give Lauren a round round of applause and thank her for showing up. And if you're tuning in today, just take a screenshot, post it up on your Instagram stories. I love to see that you guys are listening. It really fires me up as we continue to record this incredible podcast. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.